Okay, starting now, Chavez, right? The second Mishnah, uh, Rabbi Gamliel. So we're, these were the three things Rabbi Gamliel was machmer like Beishamai. So number, second number thing, the second, second thing we had was ein zeikfinus ha that you can't put back together a menorah. Okay, so my ka'avid, Zakta Gemara, what are you doing? Well, what's, what's the problem over here? I'm a rab bar bisna. Hacha, what kind of menorah are we talking about? It sounds like, by the way, zeikfin means to stand it up. So it looks like it fell. And you, what we're saying is you can't pick it up. Okay, that's what we're really, that's, that's, the, that's the half meaning of the Mishra's talking about. So what's the problem with picking up a menorah? Well, I am fell, I'll just pick it up, what's the big deal? So he says, We're dealing with a menorah that has many parts. Okay, and when it fell, all the parts, it came apart. So now you have to reconnect it. It looks like baina. The Beishamai savri, Beishamai holds ain yesh binyan bekelem. Okay, yesh binyan bekelem, yesh sir bekelem. And therefore, you cannot put this menorah back together. Okay, right? So when the menorah fell, it was made out of blocks, and all the blocks came apart. So he says, you can't put it back together. But savri ain binyan bekelem, ain sir bekelem. There's no problem with binyan or sir bekelem. Okay, so now we're done. We're going to discuss a lot of dinim of kiboy over here. Doesn't really connect to what we said in the Mishnah, Lefianias uh, Daiti. But so we were just discussing over here that they were machmer in regards to putting back a lamp, right? That's what Melil was like Beishamai. Okay, but now we're gonna have a bunch of cases that really deal with kibui over here, extinguishing Anyantiv. Ula ikla lebe Rav Huna. So Ula went to Rav Huna. Come Shamei. So his Shamas got up. Zakaflola Shraga. He tipped the the lamp. So in those days, if you look like a lamp, kind of looked like a big bowl or a cup. And he went ahead and he tipped it because he wanted the light to go out. So what he did was he was tipping the lamp backwards so the oil would go away from the wick and that it would extinguish quicker. So so he said to Ula, how could you let your shamans do this? If you put extra shaman into the nair, that's mavir, right? You're burning. If you use any of the shemen from the candle, chayiv misham mechaba. You're chayiv misham mechaba. Okay? So how is he allowed to go ahead and move things around? He is causing kiboy. So Amalei, he said, you're right, you're not allowed to lava the tayyah. I, I wasn't aware of what my shamus was doing. You're right, he's not allowed. Oh boy, we'll stop him. Now, I just want to be talking about kiboy over here. There's a, uh, that, so we, all, we understand that if, let's say, you use, the basic way of understanding the Gemara is if mistapek, if you use the oil, that you're doing kiboy. Why? What's the, well, why do you think we're doing kiboy? Because instead of burning for two hours, only burn for an hour and a half. Tysus says, no, that's not the case. He says, when you, take, when you take oil from the flame, it's not going to burn as bright. And that's the kiboy. He says, shortening the time frame of how long the oil is going to last, that's only a gram kiboy. That's only a grama. Right. That wouldn't be actual kiboy. And therefore, he learns the sugi differently. I'm a Rav. So Rav says, kanva shari. Okay, so Rashi explains what's kanva, that you take a, uh, a machat, a needle, and you put it through the top of the wick, okay, and um, he says, like to chop off, like the black part of the wick, shenasa pecham, shakurin murke velas. Tesis explains it a little bit differently, but he also. If you look in Tesis Kanva, he says, He's basically saying that you're, you're kind of removing the black part of the wick so that it burns clearer, it burns nicer. Okay, so he's saying that that's allowed. Um, Are you allowed to... That's when it's uh, off already. You're not doing the kibbutz. You're making it burn. 
Yeah, that you can remove, you could do, it's like a kiboy litzere havara. So it's on, while it's on, you're removing that. Piece. Yeah, you're removing a piece, so it burns nicer. So, are you allowed to extinguish a flame okay, for Tashmish? So, you're not allowed Tashmish in the light. So, now, are you allowed to extinguish the flame? Maybe this wasn't the one to bring the family to? <laughs> he says, after you're you can go to a different house. So, this is you don't have another house. You can make a mechitza. The Rishonim discuss how can make a mechitza. You can make a mechitza on Yantif. No, it depends. You can make a mechitza. They, they, work, they work it out. This is discussed. Right? Um, you can be moisif. And some of them say that you had already a tefach of mechitza. So it's just moisif al oil arai. Remember we had that machlikis from Elazar and the Chachamim. Ein loy lasos mechitza mai. So let's say he doesn't have. He doesn't have the ability to make a mechitza. Efshel the kapasov. Kli, you can cover it with a kli. Ein loy kli. Don't have a kli. Okay, so I'm going to say, bottom line is, you're not allowed to extinguish the flame. Now, what's, what's going on over here? What are we asking? Okay, so, there, there, right, we, we know that for Eichel Nefesh, okay, you can certainly do, for Eichel Nefesh, you can do Havara, maybe you can, you can do Kibui for Eichel Nefesh, right? Um, these are things that are called Atzerich HaGuf. So this is something you need to do, right? And therefore... It, but it's not, is it, is it, is it, is it going to be mutter or So he's saying, usher, you're not allowed. So, Eisve, we asked the following kasha, what do you mean it's not allowed? Ein mechabenes habikas. Kidei lochus aleha. You are not allowed to extinguish a log because you want to preserve it. Right? So I have a log, it's, it's good for firewood. So I don't need the warmth anymore, so I want to put it out because I, I want to make sure that the log, I could use it next time I need it. So but if you're doing it so that the house doesn't smoke up, right, it's uncomfortable. Again, it's a tzarech guf, not tzarech echel nefesh, tzarech gufai. So then we say, or I have a pot, okay, that it's going to burn. So then we say, mutter, it's mutter. He says, you know what? That is Rabbi Yehuda, she to Rabbi Yehuda, and we're going to have this later. Rabbi Yehuda holds. That he says, machshire oichel nefesh, you're allowed. So even if it's not an oichel nefesh itself, machshire oichel nefesh, you are allowed to be over on havara, you're allowed to do havara, kiboy for. And therefore, okay, so who's that brysa that says to save the pot or yisashin abayis? Okay, so that is a machshire oichel nefesh, that's Rabbi Yehuda. Kikamina no, Rabbanon. I go like the Rabbanon. So what he's saying is like this when it comes to a Dabar Sheba Guf. And we're going to discuss this later. Taisus speaks this out here at the bottom of Taisus. There's going to be three cases of this. Taisus speaks it out that, because the Gemara is going to say later that in, in some, we, we do Paschal like Rabbi Yehuda, Machshiri, Echel Nefesh. Well, we say Ein Moirin Kain, right? That uh, it's like in between. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't, we don't Darshan in public, but you know, if, you, if you, you do it, you do it. So it depends on what the situation is. So he says that when it comes to Eitzarech Echel Nefesh, then everyone's going to hold, then we'll say Ein Moirin Kain. Okay, but when we talk about a tzarech guf, right, that it's not a machshire echel nefesh, it's tzarech guf, it's something you need, but it's nothing to do with specifically to eating, so then we're not going to paskin like, like Rabbi Yehuda, and that's our answer over here, that he's saying, hahi uh, Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rabbi Yehuda, who would allow it no matter what, we're going like the Rabbanon, and we don't allow it for a tzarech guf, like, in other words, what's what you're trying to do over here, you're trying to put out the light for tashmish. Okay, what about putting out a fire? Again. So if it's a kind of there's nothing to talk about. Of course, you're allowed to. Right? That here, you're going to lose your house. 
says it's Aser. Again, we're going to bring this uh, case again. Right? That you're not allowed to put out, just to save the log, the Imbishvil Shalis Ashina Bayas. Right? Your house will get smoky. You'll lose your pot. Mutter. So he says, again, we answer. I hear Rabbi Yehuda. Keep coming. Another Rabbanon. I was saying the Rabbanon. For Dabara uh, Ovid, that you're going to lose money. Sorry. We won't allow you to go. Um, we, we won't allow you to go. Like, we won't allow you to employ Rabbi Yehuda Shita. We're going to go like the Rabbanon. Third child. Are you allowed to, um, now, a lichol normally means like to use like an eyeliner, an eye makeup, but it, it's some, some sort of refua. So it had a medicinal value. So ma'al lichol sa'ayin biyantif. Hecha de'ika sakana. So if there's a sakana, kigain rira, that if you had some sort of discharge out of the eye, or ditza, which is like, a, like some sort of uh, sharp pain, or dama, blood coming out of your eye, dimasa, excessive tearing, kadachta, a fever, redness, vitchilas ochla, and really Rashi explains that these are all at the beginning of this sort of, um, at the beginning of this sort of ailment of the eye. Okay, tchilas shal elo, then it's allowed because, it's allowed because again, and Rashi points out, he says that the eye is indicative when you see these sort of. Um, Symptoms in the eye, it's indicative of a sakana stafasha, a larger issue going on inside your body. And therefore, for that, you're, of course, you're allowed to. Kikami bayali, so that's at the beginning. Kikami bayali, what about on the backside, when you're getting healed? Soif ochla, upetsuchi eina mai. Okay, that if it's at the end, meaning you already are getting healed, you're already almost healed, and then, yeah, you're just trying to improve your vision. So, like these things are, so it becomes like you have some of these symptoms and then you'll lose your vision. And then as it gets healed, so you get your vision back, but it can still be a little blurry. So we want to know, once you're ready, like on the way back from getting healed and you just want to improve your vision, can you go ahead and put in this eyeliner, this sort of refuah? Amalei Aser. He says it's Aser. So Asa, we ask again, again, Tzorich Gufay, not Echel Nefesh. There's a third example of Tzorich Gufay, something I need, something I want, but it's not Echel Nefesh specifically. So Amrle, Aser. So he says it's Aser. Asa, we ask again from the same Brisa, Ein Mechabinus Habikas, etc., etc. Vashanin, look at the Shaninon, that that's only Rabbi Yehuda who says that these could all be classified as Machshire Echel Nefesh, right? And I just want to, he says that Lachem, I just want to, I'll speak this out more clearly when I say Machshire Echel Nefesh. Rabbi Yehuda holds that when the Pasuk said, Achashir Yechel Lachem, that Lachem means Lachol Tzarechechem. Anything you need. So it's a dover that's a tzarech guf, Rabbi Yehuda would say. If it's anything I need to do, so then I'm allowed to go ahead and um, I'm allowed to do havar, allowed to do kibbutz, allowed to do any of these things. Okay? Versus Rabbanon hold that no, it's only specific to oichel nefesh, not a tzarech gufay. Okay. Um, now, ameimar, sharin lemichol eina minachri b'shabsa. So now we're talking about again to put in this eyeliner to heal on Shabbos from a guy he allowed. Not that he allowed others, but he himself. So he allowed a guy to do it for him. Again, it wasn't a sakana, because if it was sakana, it would be no chiddish. Of course you're allowed to do it. So what's the chiddish? Okay, what's the chiddish that you are able, that you had a guy do it for you? So we see clearly that if it's something that has a refuah, but, and it's not, it's not a sakana, but you can have, have a guy do it for you. 
So the Gemara says, Ah, That's only if the guy is doing it and you're not helping it at all. You're not helping the refuah. But you, when you're getting mate, when you're getting eyeliner put up that, that has a refuah, you're helping. You know why? Because what do you do when the, when the eye doctor puts drops in your eyes? Right? You blink your eye. You're, you close and open your eye, which is essentially affecting the medicine. Okay? So it's like you're helping in the application of the medicine, and therefore it was a chiddush that he allowed a guy to do this on Shabbos. Now, why? So So he said, yeah, you're right. I, I, now I understand why you said that. Why you are allowed it. That even though you're a messiah, you're helping... Still, so that's the chiddush of what Amemar's din was. Even though you're helping the guy do it, still you're allowed to um, have a guy put this uh, eyeliner on for you that would help uh, help uh, restore your vision. Okay, on Shabbos. Amemar shara lemichal ainaviyantif sheni shara So he allowed the. Now we're going back here. This is what we talked about a guy. Right, we're jumping back and forth. We're saying, can you do it? So then we're saying, we said no. It's aser because it's not. Like the Rabbana, not like Rabbi Yehuda, because it's a tzarech gufay, right? It's not echel nefesh, and therefore it's usher for you to do it on Yantif. Then we said on Shabbos you could have a guy do it. Now we're going back and saying that on Yantif, Sheni shall Rosh Hashanah. Well, on Yantif, Shara lemichol ena biyantif Sheni shall Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so Yantif Sheni, we're seeing that even for a tzarech gufay, we were more mako on Yantif Sheni. So even on Yantif Sheni shall Rosh Hashanah. So I'm going to Rav yeah, so he's, he's, he's making a point. Even Shani Shal Rosh Hashanah. She says, V'ahamar Rav HaMais B'yantif Shani Rishayin, B'yantif Rishayin, Yis'asku B'yamim. And that if a dead, if, if you had a, right, if, a, if somebody died, so then you uh, let a guy deal with it on the first day. Yantif, Yantif Shani Yis'asku B'yisrael, V'afilu B'shani Yamashem B'shal Rosh Hashanah. Now we said, Masha'en game B'beitzah. That was only for a mace, right? We're only, we're making a Yantif Shani of Rosh Hashanah, right? Because... Uh, that was for, for a mace, Yantif Shani Shal Rosh Hashanah. But when it comes to a Beya, Nolda Bazet, Asura Bazet, we're going to hold. Why? Because it's Kedusha Achas. It's one Kedusha, and therefore you can't do it on Yantif Shani. So how could you go ahead and put on this uh, eye makeup that has Rafua on Yantif Shani? So I'm going to say, not can I dice for your lay? So he says, I hold like Nardai, that it's Shtei Kedushas. Okay, meaning like this. What we're saying is like this. If it's Kedusha Achas, so then... The second day of Yantif is no more makel than the first day. And therefore, we're not going to, we're going to have to go like the Rabbanon. So at this point, I think the way to understand this Gemara is that if it's Yantif Shani, if it's a real Yantif Shani, then we'll, we'll be more makel like Rabbi Yehuda. Like we see that there are instances where we'll say, a murring came like Rabbi Yehuda. So it's not like pure that we always, ne- that we never hold like Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, Yantif Shani. Yantif Shani, we will be more makel to go like Rabbi Yehuda, that even a Tzarech Gufa, Lachen, Lachol Davar, like we explained in the Pasuk, even a Tzarech Gufa, um, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and, um, and do it. And now what he's saying is that I hold Yantif Shani, Rosh Hashanah, is not like you said, Nolda Bezer, Sur Bezer, that it's Kedusha I hold it's Shtei Kedushas. Why? Because, I know can I do it, and I do it, severely, Dami Afa Beitza, my Daitach, Right? Why? Because why would you say it's kedusha achas el? Right? Remember the, what's the whole concern we had on daf hey vav zayin wherever that was? Right? That the niskakol avim bashir, and therefore they pushed it off to the next day, and therefore the kedusha that they gave you on the first day was really brought back from what they knew was a real kedusha, so it was kedusha achas. But I hold that the whole thing was based on 
Dilma Ma'abra Leila Elo, but Ha'amarav Kinan Abar Kahanami, my says Ravelech Lemetzin El Mo'ubar, Elo, it could no longer be Mo'ubar, and therefore it really is not, um, it's not going to be, uh, you know, we're going to do away with that, and the whole reason we keep it is because of, because, uh, 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 because, because it never went away for, remember we said it never went away for the Bnei Chutzarts, and therefore we keep it. I got that. The point is, I hold it Shtei Kedusha, not Kedusha Achas. Okay, and therefore, I'm willing to be Megil on the second day of Yantif, even Rosh Hashanah, because I'll treat it like any second day of Yantif, and we can go like Rabbi Yehuda, and we will allow to Michal Ene even, even, allow to Michal Ene even for a Dover that's a Tzarech Gufay, not Tzarech Rechel Nefesh, because it's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. And even now, they hold that he's going to keep the second day of Rosh Hashanah, though. But it's just a less. Cool, yeah, it'll be a Sveik of the Yadim. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be a Sveik of the Yadim. It's, so it's more makel. Okay. So the Mishnah said that one of the things that Rugamliel was machmer was not to bake pitin gritzin ela rikikin. Okay, not to make thick bread on Yontif, only thin bread. And like we explained the Mishnah, and Rashi in the Mishnah said, Mishum tircha. It's a tircha to make thicker bread on Yontif. So we don't want you to be matriach too much. Now, the way Rashi is learning the sugya, we're now like, okay, we're done with that. Then now we're going to bring in a sugya that had to do with psachim. We had in psachim, okay, and uh, we're going to we're going to deal with that in regards to on Pesach matzah, thick matzah on Pesach. Okay, Pesach. You cannot bake thick bread on Pesach. Thick matzah. What is considered thick? So Amar Rav Huna Tefach. Now we know it's a tefach. Shakein matzino belechem haponim. Tefach. And Rashi explains why is, we know that Lechem HaPanim is a Tefach. Why? Because it was called Panim. What is Panim? Face. What was the minimum size of a face? We had this in Yuma. was a Tefach. Lechem HaPanim is a Tefach. And therefore, we see that the maximum size that you're allowed to bake bread is a Tefach. Okay. Maskev, lover of Yasef. Really? You're going to allow, you're going to go all the way up to, a regular person to go all the way up to a Tefach on Pesach? What are you talking about? We had this as a copy of where we had him Pesach. Imam Rubi's reason, Yemen B'Shainim's reason. That was in the Besamek, that's the Kayanim. They were professionals. They were reason. Okay, and therefore, right, they would be very careful. So there's no way that we would allow a private individual in their home to go to the same level of baking to a tefak. Remember with pasamela again, that the, and Rashi details the process that it was beaten. Shaitayim get three hundred pats, okay, three hundred pats and five hundred poundings the egg rife, okay, and kickings and all sorts of things they did to the dough. The point is, it was very, very well, well worked. The more that the dough is worked, the longer it would take to become chametz. So how could you tell me that in the base of Mikdash they allowed a tefach and therefore we're going to allow a tefach again? These are going to be all examples of in the base of Mikdash how it was really professional and that's why you can go to like all the way to a tefach but there's no way you can say that for a private individual you can go to a tefach. Well worked at Pasha Mela at home. Again, you're not going to work it as well. In the base of Mikdash the wood <coughs> was dried from two ba'av so it was sitting for like eight months drying and therefore, dry wood burns hotter. You remember, they ate some lachim. So by wet wood, regular people, I, when I want to light a fire, I go to the woods, or I go to the backyard, and I take some wood. It's still wet. Okay? Amru betanur cham. You remember betanur tsoinen. Okay, that the base of Mikdash had a tanur cham. Every day, it got heated up. It was a well-used, okay, professional, professional oven versus a home oven. Imamru betanur shamatechas, a metal one. Okay, that the base of Mikdash had to have a metal oven because it was a klisharis, and a klisharis cannot be made out of cheres. You're going to say it, of cheres. Okay, so for all these reasons are to say that you can't tell me that just because Lachma Panam was able to be a tefach, 
that will say that you're allowed on Pesach in your house to bake bread up to a tefach. Can't be. Amr of Yirmiya Bar Abba, Sheilas is Rebbe B'Yichud. I asked Rebbe, who is Rebbe? Umanu, who is Rebbe? Rav, my Pas Abba. He said, what is Pas Abba? What is, so it says Pas Abba. What does it mean, Pas Abba? What does it mean, thick? He says Pas Meruba. It really means a lot. You can't make a lot of dough. Igadami, Yirmiya Bar Abba, Amr Rav, Sheilas is Rebbe B'Yichud, that who is Rebbe, not Rav, but rather Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Rabbeinu HaKadosh, my Pas Abba, Pas Meruba. Okay, it's really Pas Meruba. Okay, so it was either Rav or Re- Rabbeinu Akadosh that he said, what is Pas Ava? It can't be that it could be a Tefach. That can't be. It means a lot of dough. Why? Um, Why is it called thick? Right, if you're making a lot of dough, you'll have a very thick uh, knead. Right, you'll have a very thick, uh, thick, a thick amount of dough, a huge amount of dough. Okay, um, or inami ba'asri da'aitana pas meruba pas currently. When you wanted to say I'm making a, lo- a large amount of dough, you'd call it fat dough. Okay. M- now why? Okay. So and the reason is why you can't do this on Pesach is because it's a tircha deloit tzarech. Now here Rashi says tarach tircha yisera lemacher uliyaymacher. So in the Mishnah, when we talked about not making this, why I'm saying that the way Rosh is learning this sugya, there's two different things going on here. In our Mishnah, Taisus learns it differently. But in our Mishnah, okay, when we talked about thick bread, that's because it's a tircha to make thick bread, make thinner bread. Okay? It's more of a tircha. Here, what we're saying is, the concern is you can't make a lot of dough. We're not talking about a chametz and Pesach issue. This is a yantif issue. Another din is that you can't make a large amount of dough, just like you can't make thick bread in our Mishnah. You can't make a large amount of dough because essentially you're making it for lemacher liyemacher, Rashi says. You're being matriach for tomorrow. Okay? Well, when, it's not... Mm, it's a tircha for tomorrow. It's not a hachana because you're dealing with it now. Now, by the way, now, what, now this would be in a case, and Beishamai says it's us, or Beishol says it's mutter, just like we talked about Mila Kedera. Right, that basically would hold its mutter, that you're allowed to fill up the whole body if you don't need it. So this is just another example, the way Rosh is learning the sugya, it's another example of that. That even if I don't need it all today, so Beishamai holds as a tircha for something I don't need today, and Beishol holds its mutter. Okay, inami. Right, you have to go like that mandamar that said, you have to go like the mandamar that said when it came to bread, remember the, there was a few different versions, so you have to go like the mandamar who said that no, even by bread, even though you have to deal with each challah on its own, the oven burns better when it's full. So that's how you have to learn the sugi according to Rashi. Inami, okay, right? We said that Now, mishum de katarach tirchadolaitzarach, who? So this here's an issue of tirchadolaitzarach. You don't need to do this because I don't need this, this much bread on Yantif. My area Pesach. So why why were we talking about Pesach over here? We threw, we, we threw us off the scent because we talked about Pesach, so we started saying Tefach and it's a Chametz issue. Nothing to do with Chametz, let's do it, it's another Yantif. We had an example, you can't make thick bread, only thin because it's Tircha, and you can't make too much because it's Tircha. So the Mara says, My area Pesach, I feel the Bashar Yamim Taivim Nami. So the Mara says, You're right, in the Chanami, Betanabi Yantif, the Pesach Ka'ai. Okay, we were just happened to be talking about on Pesach. There was a Tana in Pesach, and we were talking about Pesach. That's what he was bringing the case in. But it's La Davka, a Pesach issue. It's a Yantif issue. You can't make a lot. Ubeis Hillel Ma Tirin. This whole holds is going to be mutter. Okay. Well, so we said bread is. We said, so that, that's Machlikis. It's Beisham Beisil. Now it all fits right in. Mitaich, right? I mean, that's, 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 that's Beisham. It doesn't hold Mitaich. Beisil does. Now, Rungamaliel was machmer like him, was what we're saying. 
Now, Afu Oimer, Rabbi Gamliel also said three things, Lahakel. Not only did he, in three, three things we said he was Machmer, but he's three things were Lahakel. Hakel. Number one, Machabdin Beis Hamitois. So the dining room, he allowed you to sweep the dining room. Okay, even though, and we're going to explain later that the Rabbanah Holder was also because of Ashuyi Gumais. Okay, and those, we didn't have, uh, you know, nice floors like we have. Right, and you're moving the, you're essentially, you're sweeping the floor, you're essentially filling in the holes. Boina. He allowed you to put the incense on Yantif. Okay, that is, uh, and we're going to see, Mugmar, we're going to discuss this, incense, spices, right, smelling, lighting the fire to smell spices, it's not, it's not considered serich kol nefesh, right? It's not shavu l'chol nefesh, like we discussed by heating up water for a, a shower. It's not shavu l'chol nefesh. So he said that you're allowed to do this. He allowed you to make a gedim mikulos, um, which is, what's the word? Like a, um, like on a spit, a gedim on a spit. So they had, like the carbon Pesach was made, you know, where they put the limbs around it and then the fats on top, or like a helmet, right? So uh, we're going to get into that. The said it was Asr. We'll see why. So again, we know the first one was a Shvi Gumas we talked about. Mugmar, we said it's not Tzarek Kol Nefesh, okay? And we're going to talk about the Gedim on tomorrow. Amar Rav Asi. Now, we're not, we're not discussing the Mechavdin Beis Hamitais in regards to sweeping the dining room, but we are going to discuss Amar Rav Asi, Machlekis Ligamer. The whole Machlekis over here is to light up incense to, um, to um, spice or, or uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, the Febreze, okay? To, to, it's the Febreze, the, to make the garments smell nice, okay? So, uh, to infuse the garments with nice smells. Uh, absorb the fragrance smells. Fine, okay, good. Absorb the fragrance <laughs> smells. They employ English writers, of which I am not. Okay. But to actually just smell it, if you want to light the incense to smell, because it smells good, so then, it's going to be mutter. What do you mean? You're not allowed to sweep the dining room. I went after with my father to Rabbi Gamliel's house. They wouldn't do it. Ella, even though, right, we said that he holds it, you can. They went ahead and they put on the floor, they put a cover on the floor, a cloth on the floor, like a, they had a floor cover, okay? So when the guests left, they wanted a clean floor, what did they do? They just lift up the, lifted up the sadin, lifted up the cloth. They never had to sweep it, okay? Like they had like a tablecloth for your table, they had a, a, a cloth for the, for the floor. So what's the no, no No problem over there. Number two, that they wouldn't put the mugmar, the spice on Yantif. I went out with my father, so they actually, they didn't, they didn't put the pot, they, put, they, didn't, they didn't go ahead and light spices on Yantif. But rather, what did they do? They brought pipes of barzol, of iron. They will light the incense into the pipes. They would stop up the pipes to trap the scent in there. And then what did they do? They wanted it to smell nice for the archons. So what would they do? They would remove this, the, the stoppers, right, the plugs, and that would, 
release the fragrance, fragrances, the fragrant aroma into the air. Okay, Paisan is the Gnev, and Imsabayas misgarm be'elav. Amrullah, they said, okay, Cain, after Shabbos, Motolasis came. But what do we see? We see here that they did not allow you to go ahead and, okay, we said that, they, 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 that this was not Legamer. This was only Lahariach. It was only to smell, not to infuse the clothing with fragrance. This was just to smell. So Ella, you have to, so we said that everybody's going to hold its mutter. We see that there's a machlekes about it. In regards to, we see there's a machlekes in regards, we said that everyone's going to hold Lahariach's mutter. The whole machlekes is Legamer, the Kalim. But Lahariach's mutter, we see that there was a machlekes about Lahariach. Because they went back and said, even to the Chum, they would allow this, which is what they're saying is, to light, it would be a machlekes, to smell. But they're not talking about Legamer as a Kalim. That would be Aser. So, Ella, you have to change it. The whole Machlekes is, Taka, are you allowed to light incense to smell? Okay, but to me, Megamer the Kalim, that would be Aser. Because that is not Shava Nefesh. It's only for Istinus. Okay, and therefore, it's going to be a problem. Okay, and then we're going we're gonna to discuss this. We'll stop here. And um, we'll discuss a little bit more of this tomorrow. There'll be some other nuances in the case. Okay, so it's a Shabbat Chol Nefesh din, and we're only all held that uh, we will allow it. Because... Not everybody is spicing. View. So we said Ramliel was Machmir Kibeshama. One of the things in the last Mishnah we discussed was that he said, you can't stand up the menorah. So what's the case? We're talking about Shacholia. So it was made out of pieces, and when it fell down, it would come apart. And there's Machlikis Bishama Basil Binyan steer Bekalem or not. Then we had the story of Ula that he uh, tipped the lamp. Okay, it's for Kiboy, he said, I didn't know, right? He yelled at him, he said, what are you doing? You're not allowed to do that. So it's a Kiboy issue, so I didn't know. And then we talked about Kanva, right? So um, you, you remove the black part that was holding, that's a Kiboy, to, uh, in order, what is holding the light, it's holding back the light from burning nicer, was the way we explained it. So you, to remove that, we said it's going to be Mutter. Okay, we said it's Aser to Mechabas, three, three examples of what we called Tzarech Guf, Misham Tashmish, Okay, in a situation where you couldn't do anything else, you couldn't cover the kli, put up a mechitza, et cetera, et cetera. We said, avon uh, mamain, okay, and lichol enai right, to heal, to, to, to like help you see better, not, to, not a sakana issue, but to help you see better. So that we said, uh, you, it's going to be us to do all those three. We asked the kasha from all those three, we said from the Brysa, Mechab and Shoshu Yusash and Abayas, and we said that that is Rabbi Yehuda, Lachem. Okay, and here we're going through Rabbanon Hulabadai by Tzarech Gufai. We are not going to go um, like Rabbi Yehuda. And then we said, now in regards to Lichol Enav, so Amemar allowed, okay, either he allowed somebody else or his second lashon was he allowed uh, him, himself to get um, eye painting, right? Rafua, eyeliner from a Nachri, okay? And we said that, we said, what's the Chiddush? Of course. It says it's Tzarech we said even over here it's a messiah, 
Okay, that he's amitz upasach ena, that he's opening up and closing his eyes when the guy wants goes in and puts the eye drops in. Okay, the masayin by ma'amish we said so that was chesh number one, and also he allowed a yisrael to be lichol ena his own eye even on yantiv sheni shalom shoshana because he held okay not like masha'in kibbe and not like. Um, he held like Nahar Dai that it was Shte Kedushas, and therefore uh, he allowed you to go like Rabbi Yehuda Lukula for its Gufai. There could be, by the way, I'm just a big caveat. There could be others that learn the Sugi differently. That's the way I'm learning it. Um, so, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm, not 100%, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure that I'm 100% correct on that, but it's very vague, and that's the way I understand the Sugi. It fits together nicely that way. So, um, then we said in the mission, the third thing was that uh, we said, Ein oifin pitin gritin, thick bread, only rikikin, thin one, that we said is a tirchan, makes extra thick bread. Okay, and then we said, we talked about the case of Pesach, we talked about by, when it came to Pesach, so it was Beshamay Pas Ava, we said, what's Pas Ava? We thought it meant to Tefach, we said, what are you talking about? You can't compare the two, that's only for Lechem Apanim, they let you go up with Tefach. But the base of Mikdash, a lot of things going for it, okay, including, right, we said, um, uh, uh, Zrizim, okay, Amelim. Uh, dry wood, a metal stove, yada yada, okay? And therefore, it can't be that. Um, and uh, therefore, we said that what's pas ava? We said either rav or bin that it means pas maruba, making a lot of dough. Again, because it's a tircha, you're making too much more dough than you need. Again, that's like the old machlekes, are you allowed to overfill a pot? Then we had, Rabbi Gamaliel said three cases of hakel. And uh, Rabbanon said it was going to be Usr. Number one, Machabdin Beis Hamitais, we said it was Ashfi Guvais. And then Manichan Mugmar, are you allowed to go ahead and light up uh, incense on Yontif? Okay, that was Machlekis. Ravasi said Machlekis is Ligamer, right? To um, infuse uh, clothing with spices. That's the Machlekis. Are you allowed to do that? Go ahead, like light it, put it on the coals to light it, where, and then you put, like, you hang the uh, clothing up on top where the fragrance goes into it. Okay, um, but we said laharriach. But if you want to just smell it, that is going to be good according to everybody. Okay, um, and we asked the kasha. We said, "What are you talking about?" We said, "In the case of Rambam Leo, then on Yontif Rambam Leo, he answered legamer. The whole machlekes was only to smell." And there they said that the chacham would agree because they put it in a pipe and they popped it and they didn't actually do anything on Yontif, so uh, they didn't actually light it. So we see that the machlekes is obviously l'hariach. That's what the machlekes is. So therefore, you have to say the machlekes is l'hariach. Are you allowed to light the smell? But the gamer camera. Everybody holds us.